0: Welcome back to our podcast, Frontrunner Podcast. Today, we're talking again to Jovan. Jovan has been having a couple of conversations with us over the last little while on a number of different topics. And today, we're gonna talk about the connection between universities and business, external entities that the university interacts with. And Jovan, when I look at the connection between business and universities, sometimes it's very isolated. Sometimes the university academic stream, the researchers, are focused on what it is of interest to them and they get their ideas from the literature. Sometimes there is more of a connection between business and universities to the extent that schools of business sometimes drive the agendas of university research. And I'm hoping to get your thoughts on that today. So welcome to the program.
1: Hi, James, thank you, Uh, and thanks for having me back. it is the uh, interesting topic, uh, certainly I have a kind of my own uh, life experience um, that I abused used uh, on how relationship between universities and schools can be successful or not. Um, so maybe a bit of context and a bit of background, um, I was working over 10 years in industry when I decided to start my own business and at that time I was in New York City. Uh, and without large investment, forget about having a startup in New York. Uh, so after my research, I, I saw Canada is providing a lot of support for startups, as well as the students. And I decided to get a master's degree at Concordia University in Montreal. And while studying, uh, to get to know country people and, and really identify the opportunities. Um, so after right after graduation, I started my own business and, 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 and I continue working closely with the uh, graduate students from both Concordia um, and McGill. and uh, it was a very interesting experience uh, because first few years uh, we were mainly about the research and development uh, and really fit well with the university mandate. Um, and um, uh, through these two and a half years of work, impacted about 18 uh, uh, graduate uh, student theses. Uh, the team presented on three conferences. We also have a, a book published. Um, and then right after uh, product was launched and commercialization stage uh, started, company needed a different set of skills and people with experience, which students and um, were not really fitted well, they couldn't really provide, and uh, But we continue working since, since then. So we're talking about, you know, 2003 when I came. Uh, still we're working, continue hiring students uh, fresh, fresh from the college and, and universities. And we working closely with several programs that are now available in Canada who are helping students to find the best fit. So um, it's, a, it's a really interesting. I was kind of from, from one side student and now as a kind of business owner uh, seeing that, that scope. And you mentioned about research. Um, I mean, there are certain aspects of the business that certainly universities can bring uh, and contribute more. But uh, there are often areas uh, that they lack skills or like being kind of up to date uh, with what they can offer. Um, uh, So another big growing um, uh, effort to commercialize research in schools and to get into the hands of companies to take it to the market. Um, and I don't see Canada doing a great job in this area. Uh, I think that it can do much better. Um, even Harvard Business Review report from, I think, a year ago um, mentioned that research at business schools is not very effective and relevant to businesses. Uh, often businesses uh, either ignores it or studies are done without... Any input from uh, from industry or from the market so it is a growing problem and I don't see a clear a way to solve it
0: well maybe part of that issue is that they really have different focuses for example if we think of the university environment they're very much focused on the publishing of papers and the publishing of research and getting grants to do that research that's their the connection between gaining tenure gaining promotions is publications, research in elite journals. But business, on the other hand, has that profit motive. So they're looking for things that are enhancing their revenue or cutting costs, you know, at the abstract level, which is a complete misalignment or disconnect. And I've had conversations with other people in the innovation world who have said, you know, I've seen innovations that are really cool, for example, that could make great headway in terms of Cancer as a potential, but the academic side is only interested in publishing the results Once the results are published, then the chance of getting a patent on that greatly diminishes so there's this this Dilemma on the academic side of well if I publish something that gets me the tenure that gets me maybe the promotion but business on the other hand wants protectable intellectual property That's the one stream on the innovation stream. On the the graduate side, academia tends to be focused on producing people that can think and, and communicate and have high level knowledge and are able to apply it. But business may be more interested in practical skills, the ability for somebody to come directly into the organization and start working right away on the problems that need to be solved therefore there might be a disconnect from you know those tactical practical skills on one side and on the other is the more strategic thinking skills which more be maybe more general in nature so uh, on both of those I see a a disconnect or a misalignment between the objectives and the priorities maybe from your experience you've got some suggestions of how that can be more aligned
1: yeah uh, I agree and uh, uh Schools and businesses needs to be better partners. Uh, there is no question about. I um, mean, from the, the the research stage, um, just taking it to the next level. Um, I, I see challenges from businesses uh, allocating enough uh, funds to uh, to enhance the research and development. But as well as universities, very often are not really up to date with uh, market realities. Um, so th- this is a uh, uh, part where um, schools and businesses needs to be more open uh, to this relationship. And uh, when when I was trying to uh, approach with the uh, uh, graduate studies uh, with some of the ideas, um, it was not an uh, easy sell, um, although it was uh, clear that um, it's benefic- benefiting uh, every site. Um, and then when it comes to students, even if, you know, if they're interested uh, participating in certain projects, it's not very clear outcome for them. Um, you brought up a, a question about you know once they they finish and graduate, um, how well they're gonna get incorporated into the you know businesses. And uh, besides of the knowledge that schools brings them, it's also the work ethics, um, the responsibilities, many other aspects. That make somebody successful later on. Um, I see often student expectations um, inflated uh, by professors and parents, or their own expectation, or or uh, you know their own inexperience, uh, from salary to type of job, work addicts, and etc. Um, and I notice that they often end up going through hard reality. That uh, businesses would rather consider people with experience and previous references that they can check, uh, than to take the risk by hiring students student that might uh, take months uh, before they can contribute. Um, So it's always the big question when I have a resume in front of from the students, do they have the right skills? Um, You know, even talented students, uh, even with the talented students, hand-holding is inevitable. In the first year, I kind of averaged out that the cost of hiring student can be almost doubled. Um, uh, so many companies uh, don't find it s- sustainable and they end up doing a quick turnaround of their workforce, work for- uh, which I always consider a uh, loss of investment. Um, so setting that expectation um, has to be done starting from university and-, and not let them, you know, once you graduate, you're on your own and then there are other programs that sort of had to take, take it from there and, and bring them to reality.
0: You know, some universities and colleges, they have work co-ops or apprenticeship or maybe uh, industry um, projects that students can do in the fourth year. So in the fourth year, they might uh, get a project from a, an organization and then work on that kind of a case solving approach so that's at least three different mechanisms that i can think of that students can gain some of that experience and realistic expectations as to what's involved have you maybe any other suggestions students could for example start their own companies and some universities and colleges are moving entrepreneurship out of the classroom and into the real world so there, there must be a number of different ways that we can Bridge that expectation gap or that lack of ability to hit the ground running sort of thing that students and universities
1: and businesses can work on Uh, yeah so uh, what I noticed uh, through the conversation with different students and and some of them went through uh, different ways of uh, um, uh, scholarships or um, Workshops uh, during their studies, that the businesses don't often take them seriously. Um, We've heard many examples when either they end up doing the job nobody else wants to do, um, nobody really spends the time with them. Um, they found uh, time wasted. Um, businesses sometimes get uh, composited partially by the time they do, or or it doesn't cost them anything. So there are efforts, but I found often that it's not a healthy relationship in many cases. And I'm not sure exactly how to address that and and what is the answer. Um, As I mentioned, investment um, is huge in in the beginning. And um, when I look at what students can gain out of that, um, it's not only up to the business as well. It's also up to the students. Uh, how much of that they would like to continue investing in themselves is the, the really big question that I ask uh, every, uh, every student that I interview. Um, and then when it comes to the startups, um, it, it's interesting how often um, they are inclined to look into, you know, I'm going to start my own business. And, and I applaud that enthusiasm. It's fantastic. Um, uh, but uh, there is a, yet another... Perspective of an experience that they have that uh, you know, starting your own business uh, is also challenging, Um, um, but at the same time, there are many programs and support, um, especially in Canada, uh, for students coming up with their own businesses, um, uh, different programs, different incubation centers that are able to uh, really fill these gaps. Um, So, uh, definitely, there are opportunities, but it is steep road Um, i mean i mentioned in my case i decided to consider starting business only after 10 years of experience Um, if i started right after my bachelor degree it'll be very difficult to be successful
0: but i'm wondering there used to be a dilemma back in the day whether it's still there or not that students that started their own business and not all startups are going to succeed so they might need to move into employment at a large organization let's say the startup didn't go well is that not seen sometimes as a negative because the student is the graduate now is used to doing things their own way maybe uh, working in a kind of an ad hoc environment where things are done very innovatively perhaps but not following processes and procedures and maybe that's seen as a negative
1: <laughs> um so uh, clearly uh, the way of working um, in the companies is changing drastically we see that through our customers um, uh, there is acceptance of, of uh, new realities uh, we see impact of social networking we see um, you know mobility being a, a huge driver and um, uh, interestingly we see students bringing through the different way of, how they learn uh, and experience that they gain through the school, uh, some innovative approach in the businesses. Um, so that transition is, is is happening. I would say the new generation is uh, certainly bringing a, a new way of uh, doing business. The biggest question is, is there a, the business ready for that transition? Um, so it, it is, uh, uh, I would say, uh, difficult to, to estimate right now um, how that will work out, but uh, um, the businesses who are not open for transformation um, will suffer down the road.
0: Sounds like maybe some kind of h- hybrid approach needs to be considered. Something, something halfway between a bureaucratic, process-oriented approach that we sometimes see in organizations, and that ad hoc, um, spontaneous creativity approach that we may see in startups, and maybe there's a hybrid there. But let's get back to this university and, and business kind of connection because we've explored two different paths. One is on the innovation and the ideas side, and one is on the production of capable and uh, individuals who can contribute to the organization. Now, as I mentioned earlier, there's the different priorities and agendas on the two sides, on the business and the academic side. And I don't see either one of those resolving quickly. Certainly on the business side, there's more thought being given around corporate social responsibility and interacting with the community and the stakeholders and trying to have the sustainability. On the academic side, there is sometimes thought given to professors who want to just focus on the teaching or the instructing side versus the publishing a paper side, the research side, we're still seeing a, a gap between the two. And I'm wondering whether you have any direct suggestions for either side. You mentioned businesses need to incorporate fresh ideas and, and uh, there's that community interaction, that outreach that they, ha- they should be undertaking. But is there any specific advice that you might have, let's say for a university or college, trying to address this
1: gap? Yeah, so uh, I, I do, and I would say, kind of, a as a closing remarks, um, kind of takeaways of this, uh, I do have a bit of message for both. I mean, from universities, they need to open door uh, doors for businesses. Um, idea uh, is to allow businesses to pitch their projects and ideas to uh, students and professors. Um, you know, uh, working on up-to-date industry relevant topics um, is triple win uh, for university students and business and it is hard for universities to keep up with a with a rapid market change uh, in all sectors of science if, if they're living in a bubble um, plus helping students to find a job should start before their graduation uh, students who are working closely with businesses will be more likely hired after graduation. So that's kind of a message for university. And when it comes to students, uh, my message is be realistic about your expectations. Uh, In the first few years after graduation, it is more important to gain experience. And and ideally with the companies that are leaders in their own space, uh, open-minded, because the references can help you enhancing your career. Um, and and when, you, when they get opportunity, they need to continue education after the work. There is a plenty of resources online today uh, that they can read and watch after hours and weekends. And businesses like to see that they are uh, interested to continue investing into themselves and not just um, work nine to five And um, and then not think about a business until next day.
0: Um, That that sounds as if that when the student is interacting with a business that they really should have a plan for personal development. The students, one of the questions that they should ask at the interview is what what kind of personal development plans are here in place. This is this is my current level of capability, but what am I going to be able to do? And what credentials? What experience? will I have in five years time after working here and if and you also addressed this when you were talking about uh, universities that take students on in some kind of internship or summer program if the student is going into an internship and the plan is for them to do corporate filing or or moving papers from you know part of a process that doesn't sound like much of a personal development so I, I imagine the plan aspect to really come to play in any kind of connection between students universities and businesses it, it,
1: it, exactly um the uh, that interaction is 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 not there i mean there are forms there are uh, sort of a uh, you know reviews um but very often uh, they, they don't really produce the effect and, and i don't see a refinement um like even with some government programs, I'll give you an example. Um, there is often mandate the government um, allocate certain budgets for different programs to help students um, finding a good job. And they uh, try to subsidize a uh, part of the salary for a certain period of time. And um, I often have a dialogue with them about, uh, you know, uh, it, when you have a certain budget, uh, by... Dividing this in let's say uh, uh, 500 students and contributing uh, might end up doing you know, maybe a couple of weeks contribution. Um, but the reality is that they might need months um, to get to the point that there are tangible results um, that business can use. Um, so they're not very effective uh, with, the, with the results And often it's too short period of time, so they end up letting students go after a couple of months. And I come back and mention a couple of cases. Rather than having 500 students, do 300 and extend that period of time. Because longer students are in the business, uh, faster they will get to um, to, to, to the point where the business can rely on them, get a roles that they fit, they will know better what to do. And that's more sustainable uh, employment further on than what they do now. Um, so there are improvements on both sides um, but it is kind of in between universities and businesses that the government is trying to step in and kind of address some of these challenges that, that we talk about. Okay
0: we've come to the end of our podcast today and I want to thank you Jovan for uh, talking to us today about, about what we need to do because as you've already indicated, this is really a foundation piece of the moving into an innovative and creative uh, economy.
1: Thank you, Jens, for having uh, me. pleasure.